Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, comic book nerdiness, superhero rants, potential television spoilers, in-depth character analysis, and debate on what makes a great hero. Listener discretion is advised. Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination, Episode 4, Superman and Lois, Pilot, and the future of the CW-verse. Hello everyone and welcome to the long-awaited and very long, well, it's been a while since we've done one of these. It's Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination, Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about superhero media, television shows, comics, films, and other things. And joining us is another long-awaited person, an old an older uh, co-host who it's been a, qu- a minute, hasn't it? Did you just call me old? Uh, no, because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, hey, everybody. I don't know if anybody remembers me, but this is Cal. Um, been literally years since I've been on the podcast, but I had to come out of retirement for uh, for this very special episode. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's a big deal because we finally have an actual Superman show back on uh, TV. And more importantly, it's one which it's really it's well done. I mean, I was surprised that we didn't get anything like a, a Supergirl, like a connection for this. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a bit. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com. We're also, or me personally at Zan, that's X A N at spirekin.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, various other social media sites. And if you want to recommend comics or TV shows or other things for us to talk about, you can check them out at our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. That's Spyro Discord. And I think that's done shilling, I think, unless you want to shill. Do you have anything you want to shill? <laughs> no, I have nothing to shill. Okay, so let's actually get to it because it's actually been, like I said, it's been a minute. Um, so, how ha- so how has the real world been treating you since the, the infamous COVID? <laughs> uh, I, well, um I mean, not, not too bad. I mean, uh, there's, um, a lot of, you know, I'm not going to say things are great, but you know, they're, they're better than they could be, I guess. Um, you know, uh, the biggest change for me is that I, I went from a, a pretty lengthy commute to having to, uh, work from home. So, uh, that, that was a pretty big shift for me. Um, but aside from that work wise, everything has been, um, kind of the same and, and just, you know, as, as much normalcy as, as can be attained in, in this, uh, under the circumstances. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been crazy with everything that has gone on, especially with all the changes. I mean, I'm guessing your commute now is just go downstairs or upstairs and, and, uh, just turn on your computer. You're set to go. You don't even have to set up your coffee or do you do the breakfast thing and like, it depends. Some, some days I actually get up, uh, like five minutes before I need to be on the computer. Uh, and then other days I, I have enough time to make myself a cup of coffee, but, uh, you know, compare that to a commute that used to be over two hours long. I'll take it. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's things are different. Remember my old commute <laughs> four hours, <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, yeah. that's, uh, the days long past and things have changed also in the entertainment world. Cause one, Last year was the year with no Marvel movies, none whatsoever. And now theoretically right? we're supposed to get there was none. No Marvel movies last year and no DC movies. Everything got pushed back to this year. Well, well, technically there was Wonder Woman 84 at on Christmas Day. That was streaming, not in theaters. <laughs> I guess. And, and and for those of you who want to hear our my uh, Greta and my review of Wonder Woman, our mini movie review, check it out 
at our website, spirekin.com. Um, it, but you saw that. Um, did you think it was it lived up to the hype that it had? Uh, no, uh, I don't think it did. That's not to say I didn't like the movie. I actually did like the movie. Um, and, and I only saw it the one time. Um, and, um, you know, even though I had access to it for that month, I, I didn't I didn't go back and watch it again. But um, I ended up like I think it was a little bit slow in the beginning. But then after I was thinking about it, you know, a couple of days later and I listened to some reviews where where people were quite harsh on it. And then I was thinking about it, and I don't think it was really as bad as people say. But that being said, I think that um, the first one, it's it's tough to live up to that that standard that the first one set because that's that first one was just so good um, it was a tight film and it was well done well choreographed i mean yes it had the ending issues which this one also had but yeah. it was a it was a great film this one like i said in the in the and i'll explain it. the middle is really bloated it's yeah. got a lot of nothing going on it's just kind of this that and not even talking about the whole technically uh, Steve Trevor, not Steve Trevor, that whole thing. Yeah, that, uh, that was a little that was an odd choice to me because, you know, it seemed it didn't seem like it served any purpose for Steve Trevor to be revived in the body of somebody else. Because you're dealing with just magical stuff anyway. Why couldn't it, he just have just come back to life? Like, why did it have to be that he took over someone else's body? And that really had nothing to do with with really anything in the plot. Um, at least that not that I can remember anyway. I think whoever did the script kind of just was like, I don't know what to do. I wrote myself into a hole. It's like it's magic. You could have done anything. And I get that you didn't want to go with the fact that um, Maxwell Lords has a push ability. Mm -hmm. But. Giving him the, I can only grant someone one wish at a time, but Cheetah gets two because reasons. <laughs> yeah, I f it's been a while since I saw it, and I, I feel like I, that, that struck me as odd as well, because she wished for, well, no, actually, now that I think about it, it was the first wish, she wished to be like Diana, right? But that was mm -hmm. her wishing with the stone itself. And then the second wish was Maxwell Lord giving her a wish. So maybe that's a way that they could get around it. Yeah. But she did get two wishes, that's for sure. I would have liked to have seen her after she transforms, a minute of her realizing she's a freak or something happening, not just, I'm an alpha predator, the end. I can't, like, I'm not super familiar with Cheetah from, from the comics or other media and stuff, but, but is it, is, does she have that kind of, turmoil of i i'm a freak or does she just embrace it um it depends one version of her hates it one person one version loves it one person just mm. wants to be diana no matter what and she hates her so much for it and we didn't really see that it was just i'm bad guy now mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think yeah she she was the fight scene was okay a little a little see a little too kind of like i don't know how to, how to say it cge um you know, with just her bouncing around and it was kind of dark. But the fight scene with her in the White House before she fully transformed that was, was a great cool. sequence. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think the whole but, sequence in the Middle East did not need to happen. They could have done that somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, with that, the fictional country. Country. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, DC has a few of those fictional countries when they need kind of a stand in for a real world region. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think that's true. Um, she, yeah, that that scene was was a little. I think they probably just figured I need an action sequence here. Let's just stick something in. Speaking of like stuff that I, I thought that it went on a little too long, like the intro um, of the younger Diana in those those uh, competition games, I felt like I see what they were going for, and I see how they tried to kind of bookend the lesson she learned there with how she resolves the plot of the movie but i felt like that whole sequence was was a little long and like i got a little bored honestly um between that and then like that extended mall sequence that it went right into um, yeah no it was it was it was very weird how the timing was and patty jenkins did a great job with the first one so i don't know what happened yeah. i really don't um and it makes me kind of worried about her her doing rogue one yeah i heard that she's gonna do a a world one movie but that's a whole other thing for another podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, for other superhero things, I mean, just getting there before we get into the meat of the topic. I mean, Snyderverse in two weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm excited. I am. I am excited. Um, part I, of me I, is really excited, but another part of me is like, really, like, do we really have to go through this again? And do we really need to see um, certain characters returning or changing, especially with Ray Fitch, Fitcher's bullshit right now? <laughs> I um so I have been avoiding all as much as possible all media associated with the Snyder cut because I I want to I want to be surprised I think what I'm going to do is uh maybe the weekend before it comes out watch Man of Steel and and Batman v Superman again um not the theatrical cut of Justice League I want to just see like how do those first two movies lead into what Snyder really wanted to do with the Justice League I mean I think it's amazing that he got the opportunity to go back and and finish this movie and, and warner brothers gave him money to do it research shoots and and whatever and uh, he's, he's not being paid a dime for it well no they they, they funded it i think right there yeah they, yeah he not he didn't get paid maybe but they funded the reshoots or and whatever other maybe effects work that needed to be done to to finish the movie um i'm just excited to see how uh how different it is from the theatrical cut and and to see what the story he wanted to tell. I, I hope that it's different from the theatrical cut. I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not expecting it to be a completely different movie, but I'm expecting to like it more. I'll, I'll put it that way. I um, hope it's a coherent film because they have 200, uh, two hours worth of unseen footage plus like 15 minutes of reshoot. So I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's Before why I'm excited. Our... It's almost like getting another movie or a sequel or, or kind of like a weird, um, I don't know. Uh, so, I don't know, side stories, not the right way to say it, but it just, it's like something like this has never really happened before. Um, I guess, I guess the only thing I can think of is the Richard Donner Superman two cut that came out uh, a few years back. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that's, that's comparable to this. And I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, we're going to be, we're going to give you a nice, even review when it comes out talk about it our thoughts and our, our our questions when we get to it but i'm like i'm gonna watch it with open i'm just gonna be very low expectations so just like i did with justice league and that way it was much better but mm -hmm. um yeah to address the elephant in the room yeah so to bring you up to speed not spoilers um ray St stevens the guy who plays cyborg has been or ray fisher has been saying that he's been causing problems with everything going on with um Josh Whedon, like saying, oh, Josh Whedon did this, did that, and now he's starting stuff with um, Jeff Johns and 
Some of it makes sense. Some of it is just seems like he wants to be blacklisted from <laughs> well, Hollywood 100%. I... Like, there is a guarantee he will never work with DC ever again, and Cyborg is going to be just gone. <laughs> well, I mean, that's unfortunate if there's stuff that happened to him that, uh, I, I, you know, I haven't really kept up with it. I've only kind of tangentially heard of the Joss Whedon stuff, and then I've heard other stuff about Joss Whedon, and, you know, like... If that's, yeah, like the if Buffy stuff, things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if there's stuff that happened to, to Ray Fisher, uh, that's unfortunate. I feel I feel sorry for him. Um, I hope that um, the like his experience with Zack Snyder during the original filming was was still positive. Um, and maybe maybe if if that's the case, maybe there there'll be a like you can see it in the performance that he was a little bit happier when he was being directed by Zack Snyder versus, uh, Joss Whedon. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. It just, but it's a big deal. Cause he's, he's starting, he's starting up again, right. When it's coming out and it's, it's just very like, look at me, look at me. Uh, um, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be like, Oh, he's uh he's wrong. It's like, if it did happen, that's important, but it just seems like he has an agenda and that's not what we need right now. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to say, um, uh, with him, whatever, uh, we're just, we're being neutral on the situation. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the movie. Yes. I don't follow I the, the meta stuff. I follow the metaverse, but not the meta stuff. I will say if they open this up with that, it's an alternate universe. That would be kind of mm-hmm. cool. This is an alternate take, so it's like it's Earth five instead of Earth seven. So it's like a different. So they could say, okay, both exist. But I, Zack Snyder hates Whedon so much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, um, maybe Whedon's Justice League takes place on an Earth that was destroyed in the Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW event. And and that was. Um, and even though I don't like Ezra Miller, I think that I like that cameo. It was well done. Yeah. I, I admit, I screamed at the TV when that happened. Uh, I In just, a good I way. Wish, In a good way. I wish that Dean Cain was involved. I really do. That would have been great. Uh, yeah, Dean Cain. I, I, I'm so disappointed that, um, you know, we didn't get to see him on screen with all the other Superman at the same time, that would have just been really fun, especially for someone who I personally, I mean, I grew up watching his show and, you know, for a long time, he was the only live action Superman that we ever had um, on TV um, before the Smallville series. So, you know, I always liked seeing him when he showed up on, I think he did show up on Smallville actually. And then he showed up in, um, in Supergirl and then they killed him off off screen, and we uh, obviously yep. we didn't get to see his uh, his version of Superman in Crisis, which would have been so cool. Um, but it would have do? been, and they they ret- they showed that okay, Ray Palmer is also like the du- doppelganger of Superman, and it worked. They yeah, could have done that, but they didn't. And going into that, um, going to Dean Kane, um, his show, I love that show, but it's a guilty pleasure because it shows the problem with Lois and Cl- and Clark. It's that their dynamic of them and their relationship, it's compelling, but it won't sustain a long period. However, the series we're talking about today, they kind of mitigate that because they skip all of the courtship stuff. They're married Mm -hmm. already, and it's been 15 years since they've had kids. And that opening sequence is great. (laughs) But yeah, 
So, so uh, you know, you know how I don't watch trailers and and all that. So I really, I really went into this very, very much blind, right? So I didn't, I didn't even know. I had seen a still image of kind of an advertisement for the show, and I saw the two teenage boys, and I had no idea that those were the sons. So when in that intro sequence that you're talking about, when they said, "I have two teenage sons," it really took me by surprise because. Are we talking about a time jump here from the last time we saw the Arrowverse, or not the not the last time we saw the Arrowverse, but the last time we saw Superman in Crisis? I'm, right. I'm I'm guessing it was a time jump because it's 15 years, and or it's a different it's an alternate Earth, which is possible because I, I have theories yeah. about stuff we'll talk about in our spoiler section. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mm-hmm. at the end of it, but I love that opening sequence because it does everything that all the other movies did coherently um, quickly. And it's like, and I like these, like, and I remember the best things in my life. Like when I came to earth and you see mom, pa Kent or him growing up with mom, pa Kent. And then they kill off a uh, pa, uh, Jonathan Kent, but it's done in such a good way. It's not a, and I hate to say it. It's not Kevin Costner death where it's like, don't save me, son. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I was wondering how long it would take you to bash man of steel, but, um, I didn't bash Man of Steel. I bashed Kevin Costner because <laughs> that you have to admit he was not a good Kent, John Kent. I mean, we can agree to disagree on that, but um, uh, but yeah. Well, there's going... there's ideology things I like about the the concept, but I mean in general, Jonathan Kent should be the one that teaches him to be to save people, not. But anyway, uh, yeah. but I like that he just it was quick and easy. And then when we first see him in Metropolis, the classic action comic number one costume plus the the blue the green beetle. Yeah, and 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 what he says to the what he says to the kid, um, you know, my mom made me the costume. I, I mean, that whole sequence. If you're not smiling watching that opening sequence, uh, you're watching the wrong show because this that that was like basically fan service for for every Superman fan, um, and it set a great tone for the show. And I think you know it's one of those things where it's like you're what they, they know that you know Superman's origin. So they're giving you this very abridged version, but at the same time, they're setting a tone for what this show is going to be like. Um, and I, I loved it. I like that it went to, it had the nice moment with him meeting uh, Lois. That was well done. And then it goes to their whirlwind romance of getting married, them having kids. Uh, mm-hmm. The sequence where you see um, the, uh, Martha Kent getting the present, that was just... Mwah. <laughs> that was so well done and then they they even show the two kids are different it's like we have our our jonathan we love him to death and then there's jordan who we love but he has social anxiety disorder and mm-hmm. i felt that was a weird choice to do that it but i like where it went because mm-hmm. in the comics jonathan kent does exist he's real he's there and I said, we'll give him a twin brother now. And it's going to be that one is the golden boy. One is the kind of black sheep. And it's weird that they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see where they where they take the those two characters moving forward. Because it seems like John Kent from the comics is not necessarily John Kent from the show. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get into, I guess you know certain reasons why i say that but i th- i think you know i don't, I don't think i don't think it's a, you're it's meant to be the same character so you know i'm interested no. to see what's going to happen um I, I don't know when um 
when to say what. So I'm going to take my spoiler cues from you. So uh, that's fine. That's fine. So we're going to actually over a basic premise of it without going too crazy. So in this episode, um, it's the origin story, and then it leads up to um, we find out that um, Superman's now working with the government, uh, with uh, his father-in-law. And I do like that that he knows. It's always been like, does General Lane know? And it's like, he totally Mm -hmm. knows. And that's Mm -hmm. leading to, that's one of the issues that's going to come up later. But um, because he is being Superman, helping the government, it's leading to issues with his family. Now, due to a traumatic event, um, he has to go back to Smallville. And when he gets to Smallville, some things occur with his family where he has to kind of choose between his family and Superman in a way. And he kind of resolves it. And then we get also introduced to the stranger who is the mysterious villain that will maybe um, is going to be the series overarching villain. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. How, how does that sound? <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds like uh, pretty accurate. I, I, I like the concept of the stranger. Um, and especially, you know, you learn a little bit about him at the very end of the episode, which which really got me excited to see what happens with him. Um, and one thing I, I really appreciate about this show, even in this first episode, is this is Superman stuff that we've never seen before, not even not even really in the comics. Um, so, you know, there's a there's one point where, you know, you have um, Clark Kent questioning whether he's a good father at all or not. And I've never, I can't recall ever seeing that question come up in, in the context of Superman. And, and, you know, you think of Superman as kind of the, the perfect superhero, the perfect, you know, I don't know, the, the, um, kind of this paragon of, of, uh, of, of, you know, uh, what, what, a, what a superhero should be. And then you see that vulnerability of him, um, doubting himself, for an actual legitimate reason, too. And I think, you know, that's what kind of has me excited about this show. Uh, I think this is totally new territory for the character. And I, I'm really, really interested it's to see what the they do. one of the really good things that Tyler Hoechlin does. Because when I first saw him in, 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 when we first see him in Supergirl Season 2... Where mm-hmm. you hear it on the phone, great season. Well, 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 well. Perry can't say great season's ghost. It's a. It's a I know it's not not me. <laughs> he is Clark Kent, and he is Cal Al. He has such a great job being both. And one, I love that they fixed the costume. I'm so happy they fixed the costume. Yeah, they don't have those that kind of weird thing that they were Shoulder doing with the cape. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they they corrected that because it looked. He does weird. a great job. Um portraying both sides of Superman. I believe him, even though the stubble, I'm kind of like, that's a little weird, but whatever I can deal with it. It's a CW. That's their stick. But he feels like a great, he feels like Superman. He feels the man of steel, um, the man of tomorrow. You feel him there. Yeah. He's got a great, he's got a great presence as, as Superman. And he, you know, in that, in that intro scene that you were talking about, they, they have that, um, the first meeting of the two of them, you can see he was kind of evoking um, Christopher Reeve, Clark Kent's yes. performance, and I think he did a great job. I mean, I think I think he's a he's a great that's great casting for him, and and Lois as well. 
Um, yeah, Elizabeth Tolick does a great job as 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 Lois. Yeah, she's she's really she's really good uh, as well. I, I I mean, I was a little iffy on her in the first time we saw her in um, the Arrowverse. I don't even remember. It probably was a Supergirl episode, um, but seeing her in an extended uh, for an extended time here, um, really, I really starting to like her as Lois. Um, and we have to also um, one thing I will touch up with um, them. They have a great chemistry together. It doesn't seem forced. It seems like they've been together for years, mm-hmm. and I and it's great to see them together. And just the little things like him, them interacting in just an area where they don't think they'll see anybody, and you see him subtly using his powers. Yeah, and yeah. that was just it's it's so like it, it fits. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> every time something like that happened on like Lois and Clark, uh, I I loved that. Like that they they did that that on Lois and Clark a lot. Um, and, uh, and and I I just love that because if you were Superman, you would totally do that. You know, you would use your powers for everyday things. You know, you would shave your beard with your X-ray vision in the mirror and or not uh, heat vision in the mirror and st- stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think you're talking about the part where the vending machine yep. takes her quarter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. Of course you would do that. Um, yeah, it's and- it's great. It's they, they're, they're doing such a good job with this show already. And um, let's go to some of the other casting. We have um, Jonathan El- Elsis and Alex Garfin as Jonathan and Jordan, the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they're fr- they're not they're fraternal tw- uh, fraternal twins, not identical twins. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that he that um, Alex Garfin as Jordan is a little bit too. I mean, they'll probably fix it, but he fe- he feels weird. It just feels like. A little too damaged. I mean, that might be what they're going for. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think um, it, it it it'll be interesting to see what they do with um, with his um, social anxiety uh, that 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 aspect of his character. Um, whether that continues to be something that he struggles with uh, moving forward, or you know, I kind of hope that they don't make it that he has the anxiety because you know, of his lineage. I think that th- at one point Lois says something to him about your mental health has nothing to do with who your father is. And I think I, I like that. I, I kind of hope that they, you know, they keep that, um, you know, just to kind of normalize that, those type of things, you know? Um, Part of me was hoping that, um, well, one also nice product placement with him. <laughs> with, with what? Um, oh, the, the game, the video game you mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, nice product placement. Um, but I do find him to be that the struggle might work really well, mm-hmm. and I do like that they gave that they did what they did with him as opposed to with Jonathan. Yeah, because that would have set up a whole other issue. Even though I part part of me, well, we'll talk about that in spoilers. And let's get mm-hmm. to actually Jordan Elsis is Jonathan. I like mm-hmm. him. He's earnest. He's honest. He's he feels like a jockey big brother, but he seems down to earth like he's not a jerk yeah I, I i was afraid when the when the show was getting into it a little bit i was afraid i think you're gonna set this character up to be somebody that i'm not gonna like but they really they didn't go that direction and i ended up liking both of the brothers um quite a bit uh, so um yeah I, I i'm really happy with with the way um the way they set up his family um you know because 
kids in a in a show that's not about kids can sometimes be annoying. Um, but I don't get that vibe with uh, with with the two of them, at least not yeah. not from this first episode. Even with the other child characters, they both fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're talking about Sarah Cushing and her little sister, who are the children of Lana Lang and Kyle Cushing, who we'll get to in a moment. They're both mm-hmm. well done. I do like that they made um, uh, Sarah kind of uh, not soulmate, but very similar to Jordan with what's going on. Also, something she talked about. We'll talk about speculations. Brought me some questions, but I thought she was well done. Mm-hmm. Now speaking about Lana Lang, played by Emmanuel. Chiriki. Mm-hmm. I like her. She did come off a little malevolent, but that's because stuff. But she was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, she was felt okay. Also, she was she okay. Felt I, also, like she knew him for years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that I had uh, kind of the immediate liking for her as as much as I did for Lois, as an example. But she, I, I did like her. Um, I, I liked her as Lana Lang. I, 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 I'm interested to see. Um, her be a part of the show and interacting with, with Lois. Cause you know, usually, you know, Lana and Lois don't really have a lot of overlap um, because, you know, they knew Clark at different points in their lives. And, you know, I don't, I don't recall too many Superman stories where um, they move back to Smallville. So, so Lana um, yeah. usually doesn't have a, a reason to interact with Lois. And, and usually and she's in, she's in um, Metropolis for whatever reason, like the animated series, she was Lex's girlfriend. Right. And that was one reason why they met, but you're right. Um, yeah. Now, on the other hand, um, Eric Valdez as Kyle, if they made it like he bullied Clark as a kid or something, I'd get that chip on his shoulder, but he's a little too aggro. <laughs> I, think, I think that they are setting up for that character to be somebody you end up liking. Um, and I, it, I, I think that they're, they're going hard with that character w- in the beginning, because I think toward maybe at the end of the season or, you know, you know, a little bit further into the series, I think that he's going to end up being a character that I think that audience is going to like. Um, but I know what you mean. Like he kind of is a jerk when you meet, when you first meet him. Right. And, you know, they said he was jealous when, um, found out that Lana was looking up Clark on online and that, you know, he's jealous of Clark's uh, Lois and Clark's kind of city lifestyle. And, you know, I think, I think what they're doing with the show, they're telling Superman story, but they're also telling this other story of kind of rural America and what's happening to rural America. And I think, you know, that in, in, in what's happened to rural America in real life. And I think, you know, kind of that strife that um, some of the, the folks in, in the country are feeling, I think they're trying to give those people a voice with this character. And I think that we're going to end up liking him. That's, I, hope I mean, so. just, a, just a prediction I have. Because the only two other, well, um, just quick note, Michelle Scarabelli as Martha Kent, heartbreaking and I think a great version of her. Yeah. I think she, she nailed it. Just that's all I want to say about her. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan Walsh, who I have not seen in years, him as Sam Lane. I never thought he could play this type of character, but he does. Mm-hmm. He comes across very like a more family, not even family oriented. He comes across as general Ross, but 
he's not as douchey as General Ross. Yeah, and I think it, this is kind of a, a different take on Sam Lane because it, in my experience from reading some comics and a couple of other things, like Sam Lane doesn't like Superman. He's kind of got the same argument that Lex Luthor has is he's an alien. He's too powerful. I don't trust him. But in this one, it looks like probably because he knows who he is and he knows everything about him. It's uh, it, it's a little bit different. So I like I like that that different take because I find it. We've had so many decades of superhero stories where, you know, nobody knows the secret identity and, and stuff like that. It's interesting to see a take where there is a little bit of an extended inner circle that knows the secret and you get to see some different um, uh, different takes on, on the supporting characters because of that. Yeah. Um, so overall, before we get into the spoiler section, I got to say that this show is definitely one to worth watch. It's a great pilot and I'm going to give this a lot more cause I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, with the stranger, you have the story arc with what's going on with Sam Lane and the tension that's starting to build now. Um, I have a couple other theories. We'll get to that in a bit. That's my theory on this for now. Mm-hmm. So let's actually get into spoilers. Sure. So if you don't want to be spoiled, what I would recommend is skipping ahead to 48 minutes and 40 seconds. That's when we've passed all the spoiler stuff, and we're just getting to our final thoughts and then getting into some rants with some other things. So skip ahead to there, and um, like I said. So yeah, so skip over to the next section, or just pause the podcast, watch it, and then come back. So let's get to it. So wow, this episode is opening up with um, Morgan Edge, we don't see, the villain mm-hmm. again. And he buys the planet. We don't get a Perry. I mean, they've hired. They have Perry White in the show apparently, but he's never. He hasn't been seen yet. Mm-hmm. And he was. He was fired. And we now know Morgan Edge bought the planet, and he's now apparently behind all this other mysterious crap going on. Mm-hmm. Now, can you refresh my memory? Is Morgan Edge a character I should know? He's um. All I know is he's on Supergirl. I think he's a Supergirl exclusive character. Okay. okay. He's just a... Because the a, name sounded a, familiar, but I, I it's, it wasn't like immediately recognizable to me. He's an Arrowverse character, and I wasn't sure if he was actually a big deal. Okay. Okay. I mean, if he, if he, if he is, I don't know. Uh, All right. Uh, fans, email me at zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin who Morgan Edge is in the comics, if he's in the comics, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I do... that Him taking over the planet him investing in the town which is leading to like you said the whole thing of oh yeah people look at smallville and they think it's just you know the past but morgan edge looks at it and it's the future mm-hmm. yeah there's feels... definitely they're definitely setting up for some like there's some nefarious stuff going on there i don't know if it's going to be nefarious in the sense of you know he knows that superman is from smallville or if it's more just he's looking to exploit the town for financial gain um but there's definitely more under the surface there. But him uh, firing Clark and then right afterwards, Martha dying. Yeah, one that's a one-two gun. punch. That was and, a one-two and, punch. And that sequence, the last time he spoke to her, it's so, like, you didn't expect it because it was such a good scene. But part of that was That was so sad when he, uh, when he, he gets the phone call and rushes over and, uh, and and sees her in the bed. That was that was heartbreaking. Uh, also, fun fact: when he gets a phone, uh, 
when he gets the first call before he leaves the apartment um, on the wall, it had Siegel Schuster. Dr. Yeah, I saw Siegel that. And Schuster. I saw I that. Like, yeah, that was great. Was like, nice. Yeah, there if were a couple, had do- couple of nice Easter eggs in, in here, which I, I I love to see that stuff. Yeah, that was well done. I was like, good job. This show definitely knows what's doing. It's not going crazy with it. It's sprinkling it nicely. Um, mm-hmm. The funeral was well done. Um, him putting the router in the barn is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, maybe that's the best way they could get coverage. Who knows? <laughs> uh, that, that was like, really? You're going to put it there? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. I, I, that was definitely contrived so that they could get a reason for the kid to fall down off that height but you know yeah and then they fall over and when they they brought up that oh if one gets and the other one doesn't i thought that it would have been that they both got different powers that, yeah I, I thought about that but then th- the more i think about it i'm like you know i don't know enough about you know um genetics right to to know how how things get passed down like would it have made sense for them to get different powers does it make sense for them one to have powers and one doesn't i mean i kind of would be really surprised if this is probably like several seasons into the future but if something doesn't develop for jonathan right but um they definitely were setting you up to think that he's the one that has some ability right because he's the athletic superiority and you know, he's a yeah what, on the varsity team as a freshman or whatever. And, like and they when, were trying to to drive. And when we home. see him as a kid, he's throwing the football and he caused problems. So, yeah. like, part of me thinks maybe they both had like if it was he had the strength, but the brother had the invulnerability. That would be mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, but it seems like the brother, at least so far, it seems like Jordan uh, has just about everything. Right? I mean, I. I don't know. We, we, he definitely has some sort of super strength. He has some kind of invulnerability and obviously the heat vision, right? So, um, so we're going to have to wait and see what's going on. Also, he's the one that touched. Part of me thinks also uh, maybe his powers got awakened further by touching the ship. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. They didn't really make any um, when he got that orange crystal out, right? They didn't, that, that kind of went nowhere. They didn't say, what does the crystal do or, or anything like that? I mean, I, I don't know. And the, the ship I, had definitely yeah. some sort of weird, um, uh, I don't know, uh, kind of like that's living just... metal tech. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that th- that's going to, that's a Chekhov's gun. It's going to lead to something later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But for right now, not sure. Uh, also the thing with Sam Lane pushing that you're Superman first, uh, like, that's fucked up if you think about it. like he probably has regrets about Lois, so he's like just pretty much saying you're Superman first. Fuck my you know uh, for, forget about my daughters uh, and your my grandkids' yeah. life. They'll be fine. In and the comics, like, there's there's like at, at least the comics that I can recall, there's a little bit of a strained relationship with Sam Lane and and Lois Lane. Um, it's a severe strained. It's like they don't talk at all. It's yeah. It, it there's yeah. There, so you know. It's it's in, that's why I thought it was so interesting because I wasn't expecting him to know who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when, like in the in the in the beginning of the episode, right when the uh, when the nuclear plant is um, under attack, right, he hits that device that notifies Superman, and they don't let you know that he knows who he is until after that whole thing is resolved. 
Yeah, when he's like, uh, I want to take, I want to take uh, Jonathan uh, fishing because fishing season right. starting. Maybe we'll get Jordan involved too. He's like, I'll right. talk to their mother. <laughs> yeah, d- 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 these are the types of things that that um, it's it's. I, I think the best way to describe it is refreshing. Like to see that that you know we're not going to see the whole he's got to keep his secret from uh, from Sam Lane now, and uh, you know I wasn't sure if the kids knew who he was. Um, at the beginning because they like like I said I, I I don't watch trailers or anything like that so I went into this pretty much completely blind so through like the context clues I gathered that the kids don't really know who he is the first clue was when um, Jordan was playing the game and he said you know Superman's boring or something right um, uh, and he was using he was playing as Raiden um, yeah so that's that was kind of the first clue and then they make it pretty clear that that the kids don't know later in the episode but by mm-hmm. the end of the episode they know and they you get to see how they find out and you know i i like that it's not going to be this um kind of thing that we've seen so over and over where you know it's frustrating for the audience that they don't like the rest of the, the main players in the cast don't know who he don't is. know yep. yeah I, I do love when jordan he says i understand but you know, you were sent here to be a hero. You sure as hell weren't sent here to be a father. Yeah, that's what I was getting at before when I said, uh, you know, like Clark was uh, questioning whether he's a good father, and, and justifiably so, because I mean, you know, obviously, without him, without the kids knowing, they don't know why he's never around. And be, even even if they knew, the fact is, he's still never around. So it's it's hard for him to be there all the time. And you know, that's a a, a legitimate question to ask about Superman, you know, you know, how can somebody give the attention when they've got all this other responsibility? And that's one of the last things, one of the last conversations he had with his mother was on that topic specifically, you know, where she tells him in pretty much flat out, you know, you, you need to give more attention to, to the kids. Um, he tried to say, you know, I, I have a responsibility the to the world. And, you know, she she kind of checked him a little bit on that, um, which is, you know, just great. Um, I, I, that's that's the type of stuff that I think is like this. That's what's going to be really fresh about this show is these types of things where, um, you know, it's not necessarily the whole the, the, the same thing we've seen over and over before. And it, it was resolved a little quickly. Him we're just removing the at the end of the episode, him removing the kryptonite and then flying back, be like everything's fine. It's like what happened to the kryptonite? He just threw it out, and it didn't burn his hand. Nothing like that. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So for those of you who didn't watch episode or who watch it, you remember um, the stranger who knows that he's Clark uh, Kal El. They get into a fight. Well, he knows. Th- just let's clarify. He knows he's Kal El. Does he know he's Clark? We don't. We still don't know that yet, right? He knows that know. Superman is Kal El, and he's Kryptonian. He knows the Kryptonian stuff, but he, I don't know if he knows who his alter ego is. I don't think so. But fight sequence, he beats the hell out of Clark and then flies away. And the end of the episode, we find out the Stranger after moving the helmet, which actually it, it morphs the same kind of liquid that the um, the ship is made of. So it might be still on Kryptonian tech. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Probably. thinking. Could be. It yeah. turns out it's Captain Luther. Mm-hmm. And the question on my thought is, is this an alternate reality Luther? Well, that's that's what I that's what I think, because there um, in one of the 
parts before that happens, right? When when um, he's kind of taunting Clark and uh, and everything. Oh, yeah, with the X-ray he, walls. <laughs> yeah. So it, he was. There was some dialogue during that part, and I think he said something to the effect of, "You know, my my world is dead," or some something like that. So I got the like the um, impression that they might be going a route of he's from an earth that was destroyed in the crisis, but somehow he survived um, and is now in this earth. If it's, if they do like it's an Alexander Luther route, that'd be kind of cool that he's a superhero and they think that super, that Cal is a villain. Yeah, it, it could be. Yeah. They could be going like that or it could just be, you know, he just hates him because his earth isn't the one that got saved, you know, or so, something like that. Yeah. I um, am a little surprised they didn't have um, what's his name as Luther. They said it's it's Wole Wol- Park as Luther. Yeah, so, so that's another thing that was interesting, right? And because is is this guy going to be? It doesn't seem like this guy is going to be this world's Luther, right? Because we already have Luther in this continuity, right? Assuming yeah, who is, a, is who's an awesome Luther? Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. But I kind of like there might be potential for there to be two Luthers on the show, right? There's one that's kind of the more business, uh, business oriented behind the scenes villain, and then there's this guy who will actually fight him in the suit and all that. Um, uh, you know, there's I'm potential. I'm excited to see where this goes. This season looks really good. Um, my big questions for the season at the end of this episode: one, what is the deal with what's the whole depression that everyone's feeling in town? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with that? And does that have to deal with Morgan Edge? See, that's what I was getting at before. I, I think that that's just because that's that ties into the, the Kyle character. Because I think yeah. it's just basically small town America, these rural communities just losing pop, you know, the population is moving away and, you know, uh, their jobs are, are, are drying up a bit. Um, and, you know, the, the, the towns are, are, not what they used to be. And I think the people who are left behind, there's like a, you know, a sadness there and maybe some bitterness. And I think that's what they're trying to get at with the Kyle character. And that's why I think that he, you're going to end up, he's not going to end up be like just, um, uh, a jerk that is like very black and white. If there's going to, there's going to be, you know, a reason for the audience to, to not necessarily hate him. Hate him. Yeah. I mean, I could see him as an antagonist, but not, I don't know. We will see where it goes, but that's mm-hmm. my theory. Number, my question number one. Question number two was with the boys. Are is it are they both going to develop powers by the end of the season? Which is hopeful. And three, what is Captain Luther's goal? I mean, those are the three big questions we have from the season. And mm-hmm. who else is going to show up? I mean, I've, I'm thinking about who's left in the Arrowverse who could show up. I mean... My thoughts go to maybe it's um, I mean we might get Supergirl, uh, we might get John Jones. Um, I don't think that Flash is going to be on there. Originally there was going to be um, Batwoman, but with what had happened with Batwoman, I don't think they're going to do it. Well, the time jump is also a, a a real. It's it's almost a good thing, right? Because it it the time jump gives them kind of an excuse to not worry too much about tying with the other shows that are all happening contemporary to each other and this superman show can be its own thing and if there's you know character who comes onto the superman show it'll be 15 years in the future for that character right so 
that might be some interesting stuff as well. Like, you know, if let's say there is Flash, I guess Flash with with uh, Flash can time travel kind of at will. So maybe that kind of throws it away. But if we let's say if we were to see Supergirl, right, you could see Supergirl, you know, 15 years into her career past wherever she is at in the current season of her show. Right. Which I think is ending this season as well. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, that's actually we'll go into that. I was going to talk about that after the because some mm-hmm. of the things that are ending. But, yeah, you're right. Um, I would I mean dream wise. I would love to see um, Supergirl show up again. I'd love Flash to show up again. Part of me wants to see Diggle, especially with what they hinted at the end of Arrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If if if, the, if that's the case, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, there, there's one thing about like about the, the this show is it didn't it didn't feel like the other shows in terms of kind of the tone of it and every. It, I, I remember just remarking. It stands when, up when on it its on. own. But it, it, what I meant is like it doesn't feel like a CW show. You know what I mean? It feel it, there was like a. A more serious tone to it, whereas the CW, like the CW universe, is you know kind of a little bit more lighthearted and goofy. And it's not like this show is dark or anything, or or like a dour tone or anything. But it just it this show has a different tone than the other shows do. So it does. You know, it's almost like as much as I love continuity and I love things to cross over, maybe you know if this show starts its own thing and then moving forward, you know. Uh, you, we might not necessarily see too many cameos from the other Arrowverse, but maybe it'll start building its own continuity and and whatever, and um, and then you might see some some side characters spin off there. I don't know. It, it, I'm just I'm excited to see where this goes, and the time jump has me more interested than I than I more interested than kind of bummed that we that we're not going to see as many as many crossovers. You know what I mean? I agree. This I like that this show is standalone. I like that it doesn't have the format of the, oh, here's our main superhero and here is his motley crew of assistants. Yeah, it's like it's kind of kind of got a little old, right? Every everybody has to have you know a a tech nerd character, right? The girl right. who's who who they have issues with. They've completely for it's gone. And yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, um, it's a different. Yeah, it's it's totally. That's what maybe that's why it didn't feel like a CW show. And I think you'll you'll get that CW ness with the teenager characters. But at least as far as like the the um, Superman and Lois, like there's not that kind of mumbo jumbo of you know oh I've got uh, you know angst romantic angst and I don't have I have to uh, you know I have to worry about the secret identity thing there might be a little bit of the secret identity hijinks because you know now they're moving to Smallville and Lana doesn't uh, presumably Lana doesn't know definitely I'm sure That's, her husband doesn't know yeah it's gonna um, be the kids are gonna be the ones with the hijinks so this is more like it's the kids story and yeah I think it could be good I think it, we'll wait and see but I am excited to see this this is actually my right now high for the DC uh, Arrowver or CW verse. I'm mm-hmm. excited for this. This is my highest of the shows, and um, I, you agree? I think it's the best. It's the best show that they've done so far. Period. Um, not and, and like, I, I mean, in terms of kind of um, like the tone. I think the um, uh, the special effects I felt like were a little bit better than average for the CW. Um, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just. 
the, the that I, I I just like Superman the most anyway. But um, I, I this just feels better than the other Arrowverse shows to me. Um, it, it is the pilot, so we'll wait and see how the rest of, at the end of the season we might change our tone. And be like, oh, that 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 quality went down the crapper really quick. That's true. But, yeah, um, maybe they maybe they. Uh, they went all out in the beginning and they don't have much left, but I, I, especially, I hope not. Especially after you look at the TV shows for the, the, for the Marvel stuff, it's like, yeah, cinematic quality versus CW quality. Uh, uh, but um, I am excited for this. And um, yeah, so let's beforehand. So it's, yeah, definitely going to keep watching it. I know you are. Maybe we'll talk more about this at, near the mid season finale. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, but let's yeah. talk about some of the other shows that are out. First off, uh, Batwoman second season started January fourteenth, um, and this introduced a new Batwoman, and um, I like her a little better than um, Ruby as this character. I just I don't know. Um, we'll I think that they were in a really tough spot with um, what the happened? previous yeah. actress just basically quit. Uh, so you know, I think that. The the way that the the first episode of the new season handled it, I mean, like, what else are they going to do? Um, I think the new actress is um, she's she's likable. I like her. I think um, I don't know. I think Batwoman Batmoon was never my favorite of the shows anyway. So no, uh, I'm going to keep watching it because I, I watch all these shows and I like I like it enough. But I I think that um, it it. It might take some time to grow on me. I, I would like to see um, a little bit more from uh, Luke Fox on that show. Um, I think Luke Fox probably there. He, he's a little bit underutilized. He's basically there to be the tech guy and then to be, you know, giving the new Batwoman some sass, uh, which it's getting old because I've seen I've seen like four four or so episodes of it and, and not much has changed with 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 that character. I I I think the standout on that show has always been and continues to be Alice. Um, yep. She's just like a pleasure to watch. It's it's just she's funny. She's like got a real vicious side to her, and she's uh, she's like the Joker. She's she's like Harley Quinn. She's you know it's she's it's she's really well done. Yeah, her and the actress and... does a great job with her. Yep. Uh... And also we have uh, uh, Thomas Elliott. That storyline's well done. It just, I don't know. Well, Batwoman just, I want it to be good. And I think that Javica Leslie hopefully does a good job with it. I don't know if it'll last a couple more seasons. I don't know because mm-hmm. it seems like they're starting to clean house. Um, yeah. But, uh, it's unfortunate, to, right? Because yeah. if you think about like going back to uh, the crisis on Infinite Earths, like they set up basically the justice league and you know ruby rose was was basically the batman stand in and black lightning was in there and um supergirl and and basically black lightning's ending ruby rose yep. is no longer around and supergirl's ending uh yep. you know the flash i haven't heard of it ending but it's well, also yep. in, in entering it's like what season seven eight for the flash yep. I, yep. So, I was gonna bring that bring that up next actually uh yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, because Black Lightning is ending, and that sucks. It really does. Because they should have got another season. And well, do you think so? So is I don't know. Like because I don't follow this stuff. Are they are they canceling it, or you know, is it like 
the the creators or the actors you know they want to stop doing the show and you know they're, they're i think ha- the both of them were canceled i think that supergirl was canceled and uh black lightning was just straight up canceled it's a they said the fourth season is its final season and mm. that was it it just it's a shame because it, it is it's a really good show i think it's well done i like uh jefferson uh what is his real his real name is uh Cress- uh, Williams is Jefferson Pierce. He's mm-hmm. I like that. I like because he's an older superhero. I like that. I like that. The twin daughters. I thought it was well done. And the fact that the only the character cover- I can't, I really can't stand on on Black Lightning is Lynn. Um, I think that they've what is it season four already? They've never yeah. really done a good job with, at, at least in my opinion, making Lynn not an annoying character. Um, I think that. You know, it's it's unfortunate because, you know, the actress does a good job, but like it's just the way the character's written and, and you know, compared with everybody else on the show, she just drives me crazy. I, I'm like, I, I almost wish they would just kill that character off and, and have uh, and have her replaced with like, you know, an alternate Earth Lynn who's cool <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah, they just they, they it's you could see with this last season, they've rushed it and it just it's falling mm-hmm. apart. But uh, yeah. So yeah, so I'm just Black Lightning. Meh. Uh, we do have in next this week. Uh, the Flash uh, seventh season is starting, and the first five episodes, just like it was in, um, uh, but the, uh, Nancy Drew, the first five episodes of the season are the, actually the last five episodes of last season. So yeah, though, because last season got cut short because of the COVID, right? So that th- this season is going to be really weird feeling, and and. I remember last season ended very abruptly. Um, they yeah, were kind it, it of ended. in the middle of a of a, like their version of Mirror Master, right? Yeah, Mirror Master middle. Two with yep. Um, and and it just kind of like I remember being kind of surprised that the 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 last the the last episode was the season finale because it just didn't feel like a season finale yeah. level episode. But you know, I understand with uh, COVID and all that stuff they, they, that we they have, have to cut the production it? short. So yeah. We got three more episodes to go with the Mirror Master storyline and, of course, the whole uh, elongated man issue. <laughs> um, yeah, he got fired from the show, right? Uh, yep. I so... mean, they, they have an answer for because he could change his, his, his looks. So they'll, like, he's like, oh, I want to look different. Ta-da. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's done. Um, another. The first episode has to do with Wells. I'm hoping it's actually we get evil Wells. We get Airbard, but... I don't know. Um, we'll see how that goes. Because I do like Flash, even though last season was pretty bad. Uh, they've been having lower and lower returned dividends as the series has gone on. Because I, so we, you, they really need to hype things up. You said something interesting earlier. You said that they're they're cleaning house. Do you think that they're basically getting rid of the shows that have been around a while, and they're going to probably start something new? with with the superman show like a you know a new timeline or a new i think like, that would seri- be like kind of cool the, the superman show will be kind of the baseline for a new series of spin-offs and and a new shared universe and all that or i think it depends on where they go because there's one show which is the total wild card and if you listen to our tv tuesday we talked about this show at huge length we went over the entire series throughout the season mm. we're talking about the now there is no date when it's coming out but it's coming out this summer um star girl season two mm-hmm. i mean star girl totally it's done its own thing it's in an alternate universe 
And, well, one, I've talked about how Luke Wilson does amazing as, as Pat. Uh, did, they, and, did they say when Stargirl takes place? Like, did they, in the first season, did they date it? Um, it takes place present time, but it's Earth 2. Okay, so, because so, I wonder if they're, you know, with it moving from DC Universe to the CW, is there a way that they could basically just absorb it as being continuity? Uh, um, with the, with is, the rest of the, you know. Um, I'm not going to say anything because uh, some, there's something that happened like you know something that I don't know yes so okay. but it is and also but also Christ and Infinite Earths we saw yeah. Earth 2 so it's now officially Earth 2 it's a replacement of the original Earth 2 which was with Zoom okay so but, okay so so can you just refresh my memory from Crisis did they show Stargirl during Crisis yes. like when they were flat okay so, so yes first one but, that they showed was Earth 2 Okay, so so does that mean then that when all the Earths merged, like basically all the Earths merged into the existing Earth, right? So yes. basically that now now Stargirl exists on the quote unquote real Earth. No, they still after the 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 original worlds merged, the multiverse still exists. Okay, it's just that they're now their Earth too. And there is actually three characters who still are multiverse variants who still exist. Mm-hmm. And, and this isn't spoilers because it's seen it. The ones who still exist, we have um, Jay Garrick still exists. Okay. And he was on Earth 3. They may change that because technically his design is the Justice Society, but whatever. We have um, uh, Harrison Wells, the one that currently is on Earth 1. Mm-hmm. He's a, and then there's um I forgot who the villain is. There's a villain who's a, who is stuck on Earth One also, who was like from there. But I mean, but also all the other DC films are all yeah, like eighty four and all that that exists still. And of course, Lucifer. <laughs> you know what I just remembered? I remembered that after Crisis, going back to Batwoman briefly, there was a really cool storyline on Batwoman where the Beth Kane from an alternate earth ended up on the earth where beth kane became alice right so kate kane had this struggle of you know do and and it turned out that because they were existing on the same earth like they were both dying and one of them had to die so that the other one could live and basically kate kane was going to let alice die so that the The alternate version the, the the good one could live and you know alice found out and and obviously the the good one died and alice stayed alive but like that was a great storyline if you really think about like you know you really think about that and 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 just you know um uh going like going back to why i like i think alice is the best part of that woman um you know and yeah no she she is and to bring it back to the superman show if that's what we think is the case with Captain Luthor, does that mean that Captain Luthor can be alive and not be dying because the John Cryer Luthor is no longer alive? It's interesting to see if they if they if that ends up being that he is an alternate Lex Luthor, like you would assume that rule still applies, right? That rule it's weird because it doesn't work all the time because it's mm-hmm. like because uh, Hunter Solomon and uh, Jay Garrick and I don't know. That's a it's it's a rule which makes sense, but it's a very strange rule that kind of 
with comic Savat- book logic, they could make they could basically make up yeah, any excuse. Because Savitar is the perfect want. example of that not working. Because the time remnants. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's CW coming up with something, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so CW with DC, they're still hitting it. They're still kicking butt. Um, we have still HBO doing their shows because those shows are all amazing. We have um, we got Titans, we have Doom Patrol, and oh, and Swamp Thing is on CW, even though Swamp Thing happened like five years ago. But Swamp Thing is not coming back for a new season, right? They just aired the one know. season that was on DC Universe, but I'm curious. It might be, have gotten repicked up. If it did, I would actually be kind of happy with that because it wasn't a bad show. Yeah, Swamp Thing wasn't bad. I liked it. Um, I think my favorite out of the DC Universe originals is probably... um, It's really a toss-up between Titans and Doom Patrol. Like, Doom Patrol, especially the first season, I think it was just so weird and funny, and I I really like the dark humor in it. I liked it. And Titans, I think I like Titans because I like the characters. But Titans got better by season two. Yeah, I think I think Titans Titans is starting to get is starting to get my interest a little bit more because in the second season of Doom Patrol, I, I thought it was just a little bit weird. Um, so it's like I think that Doom Patrol is more consistent. I think that uh, uh, what is it called? Doom Patrol is more consistent, but Titans is a more Titans has more potential. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, Pennyworth is still going on. Um, we See, have. I, I uh, haven't even seen Pennyworth. Is it good? Uh, it's like Sharon Carter. It's okay. Sharon Carter. Agent Carter. Oh, 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 it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. The, it's okay. The, the first it, season was fine. The second season was bad of, of Agent Carter. But we have uh, five new DC shows coming out, and I'm excited for three of them. And what's, one of them what's coming out. First off, we finally have Why the Last Man coming out in fall this year. That's actually happening. It's not vaporware anymore. No, it's actually happening. Um, who's this? It's uh, currently it's got uh, Ben Schneider playing York. Diane Lane is his mom. And then Agent 355 is played by Ashley Romaine. And Dr. Allison is played by Diana Bang. So. Why the Last Man is such an interesting concept, and I liked the kind of maybe like the first half of the comic arc. It got weird, so I'll be interested to see if they change anything. I, it's I'm on definitely Hulu. Watch that though. It's I'm on Hulu, so that means we're gonna get it's rate cursing and whatnot. Okay. Uh, the next one, you it's starring. You can't see me. Uh, the official title for the show is "Fuck It's Peacemaker." What? Only on HBO Max. Peacemaker is getting his own show after the Suicide Squad. Really? You know, oh. uh, did you? I know. Have you seen just the character trailer for Suicide Squad? No, I haven't seen any. Are you talking about the new Suicide Squad that's coming yes. out? Yes, like the that's re- the only are they rebooting this, it or it's a sequel. Okay. Um, just to this is. It's not spoilers because this is literally the trailer shows nothing but the characters. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you the characters. All right. Mm-hmm. So in Doom Patrol, uh, in Suicide Squad, we have um, Margot Robbie's reprising her role as Harley Quinn. 
Okay. We have Joel Kinnaman back as Rick Flag, but he's being a more fu- sli- more silly, a little bit less jaded and funnier character. Mm-hmm. And Viola Davis is back as Amanda Waller, and Jake Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Okay. So here is our lineup besides Harley Quinn. You ready? Mm-hmm. First off, we had Eldris Elba playing Bloodsport, the mercenary who hunts after Superman. Okay. I, um, I, I'll admit that that character I, I'm not familiar with that character. Okay. Um, he's 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 from the '90s. Uh, you got Peter Capaldi playing the Thinker. Okay. I'm happy with that. Um, we have uh, Alice Braga playing Solsaris. We have Pete Davidson playing Blackguard. Okay. Uh, uh, we have David Deshmalchian, um, the guy who, if you, did you remember Ant Man? The guy I with asked. the accents. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's playing Polka Dot Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Rooker is playing Savant, who's a hacker. Uh, Nathan Fillion is playing TDK, a guy who could remove his arms. We're pretty sure he's going to die immediately. <laughs> um, we have uh, Daniel. Figure a lot. Of, uh, you figure at least a couple of these characters have got to be cannon fodder for the. Ex- oh, uh, he, the, he admit, the bomb they admit the head, right? like most of them are going to die. <laughs> most okay. of them are going to die. Um, Daniela Melkor as Ratcatcher 2. Uh, we have uh, King Shark okay. in it. Sean Gunn is playing Weasel, who's now an anthropomorphic weasel. Uh, we have uh, Fluga Borg playing Javelin. Okay. Uh, there's like five other really rare characters. And then the biggest one, the one who is going to get his own TV show, Peacemaker, a ruthless character who believes in achieving peace at any cost. Uh, described as a douchey Captain America, straight out of a 1970s TV series like Wonder Woman, played by, you can't see me, John Cena. Okay. Uh, I'll admit this. I, I The characters that you listed after the ones that were in the first movie, I really didn't know many of them. Um, no, you're not supposed to. They're all, they're all D-list characters that are going to die, and they look... Uh, hold on. Uh... Uh, and it's not, it's, all right, I'm going to send you just the, the character trailer just to see it. It's just the characters in their costume. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And there's still like 10 more characters they're going to be showing. Hopefully they, uh, hopefully they, um, if they do end up dying, it's, it's at least funny. Oh, it's going to be insane. I don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, him as peacemaker looks crazy. Um, Peacemaker is like I said, super insane Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's that coming out, and that one I'm excited for. And the last two that are coming out, that hold on, I'm pulling up the sheet. I just had it a second ago. Uh, so wait, you mentioned, so you mentioned uh, Peacemaker's getting his own show. There's the the Hulu show for Why the Last Man, and then yep, uh, how many more? There's two more. There's three, three more. more. Three more. Okay, There's okay. D- DMZ is coming out, which I'm shocked that DMZ is coming out because that is such a weird comic premise. Uh, demilitarization zone. It's like a uh, how to describe DMZ. It's such a weird comic. It's is this going to uh, be on HBO Max? Uh, this is going to be on HBO Max, and it's about um, uh, Manhattan is now a DMZ. It's demilitarization zone, and it's a guy. Tr- it's Rosario Dawson trying to find her lost son during the Second American Civil War. Okay. 
it's like I said, it's a crazy concept. Um, you have Sandman coming out on Netflix, and the cast is set. And I'm excited for the cast. Uh, we only got seven characters on there, but I'm excited. Because we mm-hmm. got uh, Tom Sturges playing Dream. We got Gwendolyn Christine playing Lucifer. Uh, more char- more closer to the original depiction than the one, the TV show. Um, we got Vivian Echapog playing Lucian, the librarian of the Dreaming. We got Boyd Holbrook playing the Corinthian. Uh, we have Charles Dance, for those of you who are fans of Last Action Hero, or more importantly, Game of Thrones, is playing the charlatan and cultist who captures Dream. Hmm. Then we got Cain and Abel. So this is going to be a pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a pretty cool show. I'm curious if they're going to be following the first novel or not. But I'm really hoping it's going to be good. And then last but not least, we're getting Sweet Tooth, which is a weird comic <laughs> that's about like a half human, half deer creature who's trying to find to. To survive in a world that's post-apocalyptic. I thought I heard that they were doing a Green Lantern show. Uh, the Green Lantern is that, show is, is that not happening? Still, hold on. Uh, I, it's twenty. I, I, yeah, I remember. I remember hearing it was going to be on HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah, the Green Lantern Corp TV series. I, I really hope is, that's still happening. Uh, I hope it is. Uh, supposed to be coming out um the green lantern Corps was supposed to come out um got pushed back because of uh covid mm-hmm. okay hopefully it's yeah, Joe, out. i mean i was looking forward to that big time i would like that to come out i mean the the fact that they want the main characters to be uh, guy gardner and uh john stewart not happy about that they're probably reserving hal jordan uh for you know, potentially coming back in the movie form, maybe. There was like four other characters they wanted to be in it because it's like only it's like going to be like Simon Baz and then like three obscure alien heroes. Is Simon Baz even still in the comics? I I, I really didn't read much that he. he was yes, in. he is. Yes, okay. he is. He's still. Um, so is Jessica Cruz. She's still Green Lantern. So is Simon Baz. Uh, John Stewart's still part of it. Kyle Rayner is now. I think he's back to being a Green Lantern. Yeah. So he, he right. He would. Well, I, I'm not really super current on it, but I know that in Sinestro War, right, he starts out being Ion, then he loses it, then he gets goes back to being a normal Lantern. I don't really. And then know he becomes what a white. He became a White Lantern, and then he gave up the the power to be a White Lantern to save everything. Okay. And then um, he kind of was going to retire, but he's still part of it because he's still honored in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, it's not bad, but yeah. I'm just curious to see with Green Lantern, I'm going to be very I hope DC does well because DC has been trying really hard and with Marvel's lineup, um, I'm just because you don't know about, I'll tell you the lineup for the Marvel shows, which are all on Disney Plus if you have a chance if you have mm. Disney Plus, uh, hold on. MCU TV. So MCU. with Marvel, I've been watching the WandaVision show. I like it, and I know that there's a, I know that there's a Winter Soldier show, and I know that there's a Loki show, and that's yep. literally it. I don't know anything else about what's going on with um, so with the Marvel. Here shows. the sh- so all the shows are connected with the Marvel the Marvel universe, like 
Um, WandaVision is leading up to the next Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which is then leading up to the next uh, Spider-Man. Makes mm-hmm. sense, because Nexus, all that. But you have WandaVision, Winter Soldier, Loki, then you have What If, and then at the end of this year, we're getting Ms. Marvel, which looks amazing, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye from the movies? He's getting his own show? Uh, yes, but it's introducing um, Kate Bishop as Hawkeye, so he's retiring. Okay. And they're going with the fact that um, Hawkeye loses his hearing from the, you know, from the events of Infinity War. That's where it's going to go. Okay. Uh, next year, we have Moon Knight, starring Jason Isaacs. We have She-Hulk, uh, starring Tatiana, what's her name, from uh, uh, Orphan Black. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Wow, and okay. Secret Invasion is going to be a TV series. Wow. Uh, Armor uh, Armor War, starring James Rhodes, is going to be a TV series. Iron Heart is going to be a TV series. And then we have an untitled Wakanda series. Oh, man. And well, that's going on for, and that's connected with the movies because we have Black Widow coming out in a couple of weeks. We got Shang-Chi coming out. I'm surprised we have not got a trailer for Shang-Chi yet, which is really weird. Um, we, we don't have a trailer for Eternals, but that's coming out in November. We got No Way Home coming out December 17th of this year. Then next year we have Doctor Strange, Thor Love and Madness, uh, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, Quantumania. And then we have Fantastic Four and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And then Phase 5. Which that's going to be pretty cool. We're going to get an X Men movie and a Blade movie. Okay, I mean, it's uh, there's definitely some franchises in there that I'm not familiar with because I, I I'm more familiar with DC stuff, but the stuff that I do recognize, it sounds sounds pretty cool. Um, it's like Shang Chi. I'm excited for because we're finally getting a proper. It's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're getting a proper Mandarin. And Mandarin is going to be played by uh, by uh, Tony Lung. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that, and got, that, are they looking to correct what they did with the Iron Man three and how people didn't like that? Yep. Okay. Uh, Eternals. That's just that's super crazy. It's like old school Ditka, Steve, uh, Steve Ditka, insanity. Jack Kirby. Like they are super like immortal superheroes who've been around since the dawn of time and they fight the celestials and it's got a huge cast like Angelina Jolie's in it, Richard Martin's in it, Kamal Nanjian is in it, Selma Ooh. Hayek, Gemma Chan, and it's going to reference Thanos and other things. And then Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, you've heard all the, well, you haven't heard anything, but it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I haven't heard anything really. Um, I one thing was said spoiled to me and I was like not spoiled but it was announced I was like this is lie and it's like nope it's real I'm like okay <laughs> this is uh different you you saw Spidey 2 right uh the one in uh, far from home yes yeah I saw that yes yep. so how that ended kind of hints at what's going to happen in the next one and then that plus everything going on in WandaVision will hint more into what's going on in multi multiverse of madness. Okay. So well, that's it's, cool. it's 
we it's going to be a really good um so phase four i'm excited for this year it's got some great movies uh black widow hopefully is good i really hope it's good um yeah i mean i i basically if it's a marvel or dc i, I will watch it um but uh i'm much more excited about dc stuff but oh yeah but yeah I, like one division i've been i've been liking it like because I don't really I'm as closely uh, into the the Marvel side of things, like, there's probably a lot of stuff that goes over my head. I mean, I've seen all the MCU and I'm familiar with some stuff from the comics, but I'm sure there's there's stuff that I that I'm not getting, um, like little hints of what they're setting up for the next movies and stuff. But oh, yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. it either way. Uh, yeah. For those of you who haven't heard, check out our TV Tuesday where Greta and I have been talking about all the episodes of WandaVision and with all the reveals and last week's reveal and this week's reveal of wow. <sighs> yeah, just wow. <laughs> I'm excited. To see, and the finale is going to be great. And then we have Winter Soldier, which I'm a little, I don't know. I want to like it. See, there's one thing that that's like we've got this really cool universe on the CW, um, and then you've got the movies um, that are that are kind of separate. It is really cool that Marvel everything is connected, with the exception of the Netflix stuff, which is still kind of in debate. And um, I know Agents of Shield started out connected, and then it really just like I guess it's all technically in the same continuity, but it's not. It didn't really feel that way past. Like yeah, no, it kind of season... went crazy. Yeah, it went it went it went off the rails. Yeah, it it like first like two was... seasons count, but whatever. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was connected after Winter Soldier came out. Like Winter Soldier was tightly intertwined with um, uh, or I shouldn't say in, intertwined. I, I should say the Shield was affected by what happened in winter soldier but then that was the last time i really remember the movie continuity impacting the show and um and it it kind of sucks but um that's why i was kind of hoping that on with hbo max you'd start to see some stuff that is in continuity with the movie universe and i guess that peacemaker show is seems like that's going to be the case that that's going to be the case and there's a couple of shows that are still going to be connected um I have heard from the DCEU side of things that they're not going to try to do the because Marvel's kicked their ass. Let's be honest. Marvel has kicked their ass with the continuity. So they're going to not connect as much, but there's a couple of things that are going to connect to it. Mm -hmm. um, I think the next show that's going to be really connected to it is going to be uh, – well, they're going to be doing um, – the Suicide Squad's going to be connected – the Flash, well, that's still up in the air because of all the things happening behind the scenes with Ezra Miller screwing up so bad. I mean, what I mean, did he do? Uh, besides punching out a fan, he punched out a fan. He got drunk and punched out a fan. It was caught on camera. Oh, I mean, there's a couple yeah. other things which were really messed up that he had done. So, but yeah, it's, okay. it's like just real life stuff that Ezra Miller's not a good person. And it may end up like Cara Dune where he gets fired. But that totally, you know, that was Gina Carano. That's. It almost feels like DC is in a tough spot because they've got something really good with 
the Wonder Woman franchise, and Aquaman made a ton of money. And I think Aquaman Suicide too. Squad, Suicide Squad made made pretty decent money. But you know, say what you will about the Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, Justice League, like that trilogy. I like it, but I understand that generally people are underwhelmed with it. But it's all the same continuity, so they're they're in a tough spot because they don't like if you were them, you wouldn't want to throw away. You know the Jason Momoa version of Aquaman or the Gal Gadot, yeah, version of Wonder Woman, and just kind of reboot everything. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what do you? How do you save this um, this kind of shared universe moving forward? It seems like maybe a reboot is probably just the easiest thing: reset everything and start from scratch and just from go from what there. I've but, heard. Mm-hmm. Um, Flash is going to fix most of it. Flash is going to Flashpoint. I mean, I guess that makes keep... that makes sense, right? They're keeping Aquaman um... 2. They're keeping Shazam, Fury of the Gods. They're keeping Black Adam. Um, mm-hmm. from I, what I, I forgot heard. about the Black Adam stuff, yeah. Well, Joanne Johnson's still excited to do that, and I, I actually, like, I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, but Flash... But like, the movie... that, that, they could easily say, you know, the... Black at like because he has he hasn't appeared yet. They could, you know, that could happen after they reset things or whatever. You know, Flashpoint is a good reset button. Like they could always pull the ripcord and and just do that and have everything be be different. Like uh, they're gonna have obviously. I think they're gonna push for what's named uh, Patterson if he does. A, it looks like he's gonna do a great job as Batman. Have mm-hmm. him as the as the universe's Batman. Uh, Aquaman two is gonna be good. Black Adam's gonna be good. Uh, they uh they may be doing a a Batwoman movie, a uh, Blue Beetle maybe picked up. Um, are we talking the original Blue Beetle or the new one? <laughs> uh, Jamie, the most people know the Hispanic one, which I'm I'm perfectly fine with. Eh, you mean I mean, I really don't like that version of Blue Beetle. I I, I don't know why. I just can't get into it. It just it's too weird with the scarab stuff and. Oh, I like the original too, but you know, yeah, I just like I like the original as he's basically like a Batman type, but a little bit, you know, not as dark, but he's still got the tech and and you know, so I I don't know, I like that, but at the same time, you know, it's just like why does he need to be? Why does it? It seems like Blue Beetle is not really, it doesn't really have anything to do with. They don't really have anything to do with each other. Like the the Jamie version is he's got the alien scarab thing right and i think they tried to basically make it that he somehow knows ted cord and ted cord maybe trained him or something but like well ted cord that, was brought back after he got he got killed by freaking maxi lord and that that was you know <laughs> yeah still that uh, was... well if they do a blue beetle movie it's, uh, it's fine i'll watch it but it, it's it's one of those things where it's like anytime i've seen blue beetle in cartoons or in comics i just never really get into that character for some reason so if they did booster gold with ted cord blue beetle that i'd like see that would be a good hbo max series do a like a comedy action a buddy buddy cop show yeah Yeah. exactly yeah that's the type of stuff i would like to see on hbo max like you know do those kind of things yeah it can be in continuity but you know it's also you know it's basically exactly what marvel's doing do do that um but um yeah that would be a great show actually now that you, now that you mentioned it that would be really funny 
Uh, they, they did want to do um, the Gotham City Sirens, but that's not going to happen. And after what happened with, well, they, they're going to do another Harley Quinn movie. They said they want to do that. So, what happened with the Harley Quinn? Uh, no, no, no. Not make money, or it made money. It was just it was during COVID, so there was a lot of you know. Okay. But it, I it's that still. Movie. I thought it, was it wasn't a bad movie. movie. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie. I would see a sequel with it. Um, I don't know what they where they go with it because I didn't like what they did with Cassandra Kane, but. Um. Yeah, you I, know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, uh, she was the younger girl, right? Mm-hmm. They turn her um, from the mute assassin girl to a just pickpocket. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, everything uh, else I liked about it. I mean, how how Diana Lance looked was kind of weird, but Journey Smollett is is kind of she she at the end they they fit the characters. Um, I would have liked Black Mask to survive that movie. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting they, just blown up, they killed him off pretty bad. <laughs> he got blown up in like with a grenade, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that movie had some great deaths in it, though. It was, it's a fun, it's a fun, stupid movie, and yeah. also the coke, the coke scene is hysterical in the <laughs> in the, uh, the the evidence locker. Yeah. Uh, have you yeah. seen uh, in the comics? Have you seen Joker's new girlfriend? Oh, punch, oh pun- punchline! Yeah. I, I picked up her uh, one shot and oh, she's cool. Uh, I like her. I like that she's just like a crazy cult follower of Joker, and she thinks that Harley is so stupid because oh, you you want to change him? You didn't realize he had a mission. It's like no, Harley's like no, you're just stupid. You you don't realize what's going on with you. Yeah, I, that was the, the fight. The second fight sequence of them was great. I love their story. Uh, I'm excited to see where Batman the comic goes because that's the only DC comic I read anymore. Is no, actually that's not true. I read Batman, and I was reading some uh, the Superboy and uh, uh, Robin, but now Robin's gone. So yeah, I just read the. That's the only thing I read now is Batman for Batman. Are you reading the Future State stuff? I read a couple of them. I thought they were okay. What I've been really liking is Batman, uh, or now it's Harley Quinn, uh, Black and White. Okay, it's I haven't seen I haven't timeline. Yeah. It's an alternate timeline where uh, the first one was Batman, Curse of the White Knight. And, well, the whole thing is that uh, Bruce has been found out. He's in prison. The Warden of Blackgate is now Jason Todd. Uh, and Harley's the main character. She's trying to solve things. She has two twins. And she's also kind of into uh, Batman. They have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in continuity with Batman Curse, Curse of the... Yeah, yeah. Where it turns out that Bruce Wayne's actually not Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's really cool. Uh, also, Joker okay. was well done in that series. Um, but that's a really read, fun that, series. That's, that's a sequel to White Knight, right? Yep. Because I read White Knight like pretty recently, actually. And I haven't read anything past it. So I remember at the end of White Knight, Bruce reveals himself to Gordon. Yep, like uh, he, the, that, yep. that came out wrong, but he he admits that he's Batman, and uh, and that's it, like the comic kind of ends there. And I know there's a sequel, but I, I haven't read it yet. Read the sequel. Um, I'm not going to say anything, but the sequel changes things up a little bit, and also that sets up Harley and Bruce's thing. Okay, interesting. Uh, but also we have more Jack involved and I love how Jack is done in that series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's, I, I just read that and the other comic that I'm reading right now, uh, besides a couple of indies 
are I'm reading uh, uh, Spider Amazing Spider Man still because that's gotten good. Finally, they fixed freaking Brand New Day. They finally fixed that bullshit. Well, uh, you have to bring. Oh, Brand New Day was when they reset everything. Where um, Mary Jane made the deal with Mephisto to wipe everything so that no one remembers that Peter was uh, Spider Man and Aunt May didn't die. All that happens. Mm -hmm. Like she changed the timeline so that he went back from being I'm a married guy to I'm a single guy who who hangs out with his friends and who's living a perpetual shitty life. So okay, so they basically they basically reset it. No, they're um, they're not resetting it, though, but you now know that something is wrong. Like, we find out that Mary Jane remembers the entire original timeline. Okay. And the big bad that's been hinted around is Harry from that timeline, and he's been torturing Peter. <laughs> okay. And so well, it's, it's cool. It's, it's pretty good. It's better than the superior Spider-Man bullshit. It really is. That was <laughs> such garbage. Um, that, well, it wasn't garbage. I loved how Otto was done. I just, the whole premise just... Anyway, um, I'm reading a couple other Marvel comics that are good. Like X Men have been has been pretty cool, especially with the whole fact that they're now a um, their own little country. All mutants no, are a, on. Krakoa that's an interesting now. idea. That's that's kind of what mutants have always wanted, though, right? Is from yeah. like, from what I could gather in uh, like the limited Marvel knowledge I have. Yeah, so now they're their own country, and they're ruled by the Council of Twelve. And um, the X-Men kind of were disbanded, but they're brought back as like a kind of like a, a security force. See, the, the, the X-Men is I like the X-Men, but the problem is there's too many characters for me to keep track of. So I start to lose interest once you get past kind of like the core X-Men that were probably popular in the in the 90s 90s yeah like when you get past those characters i start to really like my interest drops off pretty quickly Um, well they fixed it so now each the series follows different groups and they're all different groups and like marauders mm -hmm. is now kitty pride's book and it's just kitty pride is essentially their they're they're pirates it's Mm -hmm. them as pirates around kind of protecting uh, Krakoa, while well, that's going on, X Factor, they're the internal, they're the internal, uh, not internal revenue, they're the internal, the IA, internal affairs. Okay. For, 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 and then uh, Wolverine is now like, it's a whole thing, but it's it's pretty well done. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Did you see the, a... new, the new Mutants movie? <sighs> yes. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. It's just... <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, it had potential. It just it it was it was it was it was it was. I think it was. Yeah. I thought it was pretty bad. I did. I really. Uh, I really didn't like it at all. Legion um, made up for that though. The movie, the show Legion, made up for that series so much. I watched the first season of Legion. I haven't seen past that, but I liked it. I just kind of, I just kind of, uh, dropped it for a little bit. I, I, I my intention is to go back and watch it, but I, I never did. Um, I probably still will though. Um, it's a it's a it's a good show. It does it does a lot of stuff with Legion. I really have been happy with Legion. Uh, what about that what show, was... The Gifted? Did that show get canceled? Yeah, that got canceled quick. Just with the X Men, a lot has like there's like they fixed a lot of characters. Um, they officially addressed the whole uh, G- Jean Grey, uh, Cyclops, Wolverine thing. In in uh in the comics, yeah. Okay. 
let's just say they all have a connecting rooms. Okay. And we're going to leave it at that. Hmm. Interesting. All right. <laughs> it's like, ah, so as opposed to choose one, choose it. No, we're going to go with this route. Interesting. All right. Insert, insert the uh, Lonely Island golden rule <laughs> three-way thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I've also been reading Champions. Champions is pretty good because that's the young, that's their, like, they're essentially the T Titans of the Marvel Universe. And they're well the one, done. It's like there's um, another character that's a Hulk, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Armadillo Cho, the, the Green Hulk, uh, Hulkling, yeah. And um, Miles Morales is in that one, right? Or yep, yep. Miles Morales is in it. Uh, Nova's in it. Well, the, the the new Nova, and the leader is Ms. Marvel. And their whole thing is they have the uh, right now it's the uh, champions no more, where uh, all young superheroes are currently wanted by the government. Okay. And it's all because it's under quote unquote Kamala's law because there was an incident and the person that survived was Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel. And they said, Oh, no more mutants because Kamala Khan survived and she's a normal person. And it's like, No, she's a superhero who saved people. So, what are her powers? Um, she can embiggen. So, what? essentially, think of Mr. Fantastic, except she can also shape change. Okay. She can make herself bigger or smaller. So she's basically Plastic Man? N- not as stretchy as Plastic Man. Like She just turned into a bike, but she could just stretch her arms, make her arms bigger, uh, and make her limbs longer. Okay. So, like, yeah, so a fusion of Plastic Man and Mr. Fantastic. Okay. I'll admit, like, that... There's a, a number of comic characters that have that kind of, like, stretchiness power. And I, I think that's like one of the lamest superpowers <laughs> in comics. No, what that. she does is what she does with it's very different. It's like because when she gets bigger, she gets stronger. So it's a little bit of Ant Man mixed in also. So okay. I kind of like that she's like when the series comes out, I think it's gonna be really well done. And I've been using okay. that word a lot, that phrase a lot. But I think it's gonna it's a great character that does a lot of things with her, mm-hmm. and she's the first superhero from New Jersey. <laughs> okay. I guess, she's, I guess that's she's something. from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she, she's also, she kicks ass. Uh, right. The other person I mean, is, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for her. And I personally would rather have her in Captain Marvel 2 than Captain Marvel. Um, you really didn't like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Free Larson? Yeah. Uh, there, Everyone on the podcast knows it's not. I don't dislike Carol Danvers. Brie Larson, I think, was a poor choice. Okay, I would like her changed. And but realistically, what I would rather have is for Captain Marvel two to end with we get an introduction to the mutants, and mm-hmm. we have Captain Marvel Brie Larson in a coma. <laughs> you really don't like her, huh? No, 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 because Rogue. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I forgot that that Rogue yep. gets her powers from from uh, so, so, Marvel. So yeah. Set, set up Rogue, and then you have Ms. Marvel, and then you have the other Captain Marvel, who was just introduced in WandaVision. Who's that? Photon, a.k.a. 
Monica Rambeau. She's she's another she's, Captain Marvel. <laughs> does she have powers? Because she's just a normal human. And in, in... how far are you in the show? Uh, I've seen the newest episode. When she went through. When she went through, remember when she was like going through the hex the third time? Yeah. And you see her come out and her eyes are blue. Oh, she I, now I has, just... Yeah, she has her powers. She's now a photon or spectrum or actually she has, how many code names did she have? Hold on. I got to check this oh. out. I uh, didn't realize that. I just thought that it, like it was weird because they, um, because, uh, um, she was in the alternate reality that Wanda was making, so I just thought that that's why. I didn't realize that she actually got powers from that. No, she she actually does, because she's actually a, a, a superhero. She's known as uh, Avengers Mom, Captain Marvel, Daystar, the Lady of Light, Photon, Pulsar, Captain Universe, Sun Goddess, Spectrum, okay. uh, Strike Force, and there's like 15 more. Okay. Well, I mean, she, that's cool that that's gonna tie in. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I I told you, I I I watched the show and like because I don't know this stuff. Like, it did. If they don't make it explicit, I didn't. I didn't realize that she had. Like, did they show her using her power or something? Did I miss it? Somehow? No. When or you saw it? her going through, when she saw every all the lines, that's spectrum vision. Okay. That's because she controls. Um, she could transform herself into electromagnetic into electromagnetic energy, but she controls energy, different types of stuff. She could become intangible, uh, energy absorption, all this other stuff. So it's kind of cool. She has like oh, okay. abilities with with energy, so it set up her. And then the other part was her being, uh, what the hell was it? Um, but yeah, what you see her do the superhero landing? That's when I was like, okay, yeah, she's got her powers still. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I totally forgot that Rogue gets her powers from Captain yeah, Marvel. From, but so she doesn't. Ha- but but she doesn't have. She's not as powerful as Captain Marvel is, right? Um, she was as powerful as that Captain Marvel, but the current Captain Marvel is like Infinity Stone powered. So I have no idea. I just would rather, like I said, it ends where she gets where. Uh, Ms. Marvel has to save the day. Captain Marvel's in a coma, and Rogue runs off with the powers. Maybe Rogue mm. turns heel uh, from heel to face. Mm-hmm. She goes from villain to good guy and saves the day, and she can't do anything because now she's Brie Larson and she's Rogue. And we get this character to become maybe Miss Marvel. Mm. I don't know. That's I cool. just It would uh, be interesting to see them kind of merge merge things with the, the X-Men movies, but um, I also think that their best bet is to probably just reboot the X-Men stuff and, and do away with the Fox continuity altogether. Well, now that we know that Piet- <gasps> Pietro's not Pietro, it might be Peter. We don't know. Because uh, multiverse. Yeah, the newest episode, you watched the one that aired this past week, right? Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Pietro, so, yeah. Well, uh... He wasn't in it. It was the, the it was the yeah. one about about Agnes. Yeah, yeah. But she said something like it, it was basically a, a fake the, the entire time that that she made. Uh, yeah, it was a silly. Yep, it was like one. He's no, she's like I can't believe you believe that. It's just your traumas made you all messed up. Yeah, to um, me that I, was like their way of saying it was a nice like 
Easter egg casting, but it doesn't mean that we're crossing over to the with the X-Men universe or that there's a multiverse or, or anything like that. It was basically just like it could have been anybody and Agnes made her believe it or something. You know. I, th- I think that it might be actually Peter from the Fox universe because Nexus, because she is a Nexus being and mm-hmm. Agnes is trying to steal her powers. Let's be honest. That's how they've made her. Instead of her being a good guy, Agnes is really bad. So, okay. or sorry, Agatha. Let's be honest. It's Agatha. For those of you mm-hmm. don't know, because it's been Agatha all along. <laughs> Forget earwig. I'm ex- Agatha. Like, or, her name is Agatha, or not? Not Agnes. I thought her name is Agatha Harkness. Um, okay, she maybe, is an immortal witch. Agnes. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's Agnes. It's Ag and then Ness from Harkness. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. I, I yeah, like the episode. It, this, this episode was really well done. It set up a lot of... It, it filled in a lot of holes. Also, it's pun not intended. <laughs> I do like that the end of it was you had white vision. I am curious, though, if... And this would be what I would have done if I was running the show. I would, for the next episode, have had James Spader on doing voice work. So that the white vision... Is Ultron? Yeah, because Vision is like uh, was, was designed for Ultron. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So, so that so let me ask you a question about this. So, the and I don't know how much of our conversation is going to get cut out of the. Actual oh no, I'm, leave, of... I'm, I'm leaving it all up. I'm leaving it all up. <laughs> it's a super. It's our superhero show. We talk about superhero stuff. It's fine. Okay. So so. Um, this most recent episode, they basically made it that Wanda didn't steal Vision's body and brought him back to life. She just created nope. a new one. Yep. So, so he does he is that, and that's why he can't really exist outside of the bubble that she made. That's what the we can guess. It might might be true, might not be. I think it was that he could exist, but she was trying to pull him back. Like she doesn't want him to leave. That's my thought. Oh, I thought the way I took it is that when he kind of got out for a little bit and he was falling apart, that he like because at that time, uh, I was still under the assumption that that um, she brought him back to life, uh, not created a new one. So I thought that, you know, you know, whatever magic she was using to keep his body alive, uh, it didn't it didn't apply outside the um the bubble so he was dying again or something like that but he basically um they basically made it that that he um she basically she made a new vision and the real vision's body is now the evil version in that yeah uh, the shield sword made yeah yeah Yeah. sword made that haywood made right right okay interesting all right I, I, I don't like Haywood. I think he's a douche. I was like, he's got to be someone else. He's got to be someone else. Maybe he's a scroll. I don't know. Is is that uh, a character that is well known from the comics? Haywood? Haywood is like a pencil push. Well, in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Haywood was a Hydra agent. And part of me thinks that maybe it's... Oh, that guy, um, that same actor was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? The name was. Okay. He was a Hydra agent. So I'm like, and the way he's acting from the beginning, I was like, he's got to be a bad guy. So I'm hoping he's like, there's something with him that like he's a scroll or something else. Yeah. Not sure. Okay. I mean, there's a couple of questions left in the show, especially because we have the, um, 
what is it called? Uh, what was his name? No, because we have because after watching the old episodes, after watching it, when we see that they find that he's tracking the vibranium, we see that there's a vibranium signature inside of the sword tent. So they they had it the entire time. Yeah. So he. Yeah. They basically made it that. Yeah. Um. So so was she was he basically trying to get her to do something that would allow him to get the power that yep. he, he could use to reanimate? So he was playing her the uh, or that was his he's, his uh idea his the whole goal. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because he's a because he's a because he's a douche. Uh, <laughs> Because he's, let's be honest, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like how they fixed Jimmy Woo. I love, I love how he is now. Like he actually kicks ass. Um. He so he he was in one of the Ant Man movies, right? Or both yep, the second Ant Man, the second Ant Man movie. He was the guy who was like his parole officer, and I like that he was trying to learn how to do the right. magic trick. And then the first scene we see him, he does the magic trick. I'm like, yes, this is cool. <laughs> and then he, then later yeah, on, he good. fight, he like fights those guys and kicks ass. I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I want him to do good. He has his own comic, and I would love to see Agents of Atlas. Okay, that's cool. They're like I the. Like, uh, I like that guy. I liked him. I think he's one of the best things. I also like Darcy. Darcy's so much better than she was in uh, Thor Two. <laughs> Thor Two, I I really didn't like Thor Two. No one does. Uh, we haven't ranked <laughs> uh, at the bot near the bottom of our uh, Marvel list. Uh, What's at the we top? Have, if, uh, at the time it was Infinity Infinity War, uh, it's Endgame mm-hmm. at the top. Okay. Uh, contrary to what a lot of people say, everyone's like, "Oh, it's not Infinity War." It's like Infinity War is at the top. But um, hold on, I can actually pull it up right now. Looking at Zan's Extraordinary Superior Examination Episode Three. Um, here we go. Our list of the top, uh, there's our examination. Hold on. It was actually the last episode. All right. Here it is. Our list of the top. Well, that's a villain ranking. (laughs) Uh, here we go. Our list of the MCU ranking, our bottom, our final one, our worst movie was Iron Man 3. Okay. I don't know if I put Iron Man 3. I don't know if I would put Iron Man 3 below Iron Man 2 personally, but I know that Iron Man 3 really pissed people off. Well, it's Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, and then Thor. Okay. And then Wasp. And then from there it goes up. Our top 10 include, just to recap for everybody, it's Spider-Man. Well, actually, we we did not put... uh, uh, Well, yeah, it'd still be the same one because... I love the villain for Far From Home, but it was not. There was issues with the movie, so it would not be in the top ten. Still, but top ten are Homecoming, Iron Man, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers, First Avenger, uh, Guardians, uh, Cap, so, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, then Civil War, and then Infinity War slash Endgame. Because that's one I count it as one movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really argue with that. Those those are definitely the best, um, like uh, you know, that I can recall. I mean, th- there's been so many that you know, obviously they can't all be, uh, yeah. you know, as good as like that top tier. But I would definitely put, um, for at least for me personally, I would put Iron Man two at the way bottom because I just really don't like that movie. 
Yeah, no, it's 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 two is has issues. Um, I did put Mysterio at number ten for our villains list, though. He was a good villain. I didn't. Oh, he's him. an excellent villain because it's uh from top ten: Thanos, Loki, Killmonger, Hela, Tombs, Zemo, Ultron, Pierce, Red Skull, and then Mysterio. Even though I think that Mysterio might be better than Red Skull. Kind of debating on that. Who's Pierce again? Um, Robert Redford. He was the Hydra guy who took over S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he kind of kicked ass. Uh, I mean, the top five, that's, you know, because Tombs was re- is really great. Uh, just Michael Keaton as the Vulture was amazing. Yeah, that was a great, that, he, that was a great performance, yeah. I really, I really liked him. And then, of course, Hela and Killmonger and Loki and Thanos are all like, we would like to see more of them. Mm-hmm. What, what happened with Thanos at the end of Endgame again? Did he uh, die? Snapped. Snapped. Okay. He got, he got snapped out of it. Well, night, uh, the one from seven years ago got snapped out of existence. Okay. He got or fourteen years ago was snapped out of existence, and then uh, the one from the main timeline was beheaded. That I remember. I remember he gets killed. I just didn't remember what happened to the other one. Yeah, all yeah, he gets snapped. Okay. I need to watch those movies again. It's been it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, I've only seen be... Endgame the one time when it was in theaters, and I haven't seen it again. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I might be. I thinking that maybe we do a Zoom party. Watch it. <laughs> Actually, you could do it on Disney Plus. Do you, you have Disney Plus, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Could do like a Zoom party or something. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool, kind of fun. But uh, I know you got to get to. I know you have to get to uh things you need to do so i hope it goes quick and yeah everybody else hope you guys had a blast listening to us bs about comics and superheroes we'll probably do this again halfway through the season or more importantly after Zack snyder's justice league yeah i think uh, you, definitely we'll, i think you need to give it a chance i am going to give it a chance also um if you want uh we still have a couple more episodes for james bondathon if you're interested in talking about one of the last daniel craig films uh, I would be, you. but I, I'd have to watch them first. I've only seen Casino Royale. Oh, you haven't watched the other three? Ooh. Nope. Oh, part of me is like, I should send you uh, Skyfall Inspector. I, yeah, I mean, I, I heard, I didn't hear anything about Spectre. That's the most recent one, right? Skyfall, yeah. I heard, was really good. Um, the one that came after Casino Royale. <sighs> Quantum of Solace. That's the one we have to do next, and that's... uh. uh Greta, how did you describe uh, Quantum of Solace? What? How did you describe Quantum of Solace? <laughs> she forgot. That's exactly <laughs> it. She f- um, I will say what? it has one of the best uh, James Bond villain deaths. And we're gonna... the one with the oil? Yeah. <laughs> she, she just like, yeah, she remembers it, but it's bad. Uh, it's but it's got one of the best villain deaths. Yeah, it's just a vicious villain death. But it's a horrible movie. And there's is there another one with him? A, a fifth uh, one? Uh, that that was supposed to come out last year. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's now it's now coming out the end of the year. 
in October. Okay. It's No Time to Die, and it's got uh, Rami Malek as the villain. And we've been gearing up to that, and that's why we keep pushing back the James Bondathon to make sure it fit. And we're at we're near the end, and we've been just postponing, stretching it out. Yeah, <laughs> we got three movie, uh, four movies left, and we're stretching it out. Yeah. Uh, we may include uh, James Bond, the other ones, the uh, James Bond um, spinoffs and or the parodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be interested. I, I, I would need to watch. I, I would need to watch them, though. I mean, I, James Bond is one of those things where like I, I'll watch it, but I won't go out of my way to watch it. If you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's um, uh, it's just like I like it, but but not enough to. It's not like appointment viewing for me. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I understand completely. But just well, you know, if you want to do Spectre or because uh, or Skyfall, which is a great film, uh, but we can talk about that next time. Uh, okay. Anyway, as usual, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, hope you guys had a fun doing this. If you have anything you want us to talk about, you can email us at Spirekin on Twitter or email me at zan at spirekin.com. As usual, I am Zan. Thank you again, Cal, uh, for coming back. I missed you. I miss talking to you about just stuff in general. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, part of me wants fun. to talk about wrestling for a bit, but I'm like, I don't know if you're still in the wrestling scene. No, I haven't. I haven't watched wrestling in like 15 years. Yeah, no, 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 me neither. Or just just talk about other things, baseball, anything, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, well, Game of Thrones is done. <laughs> I'm reading the books finally, and. Uh, We might be getting an ending to that book series, but that's a topic for another day. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. We're gone, so I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading comics and watching cool geeky stuff. See you guys later.